Welcome to the podcast channel. Uh, this is a Cornerstone Church Kingston uh, podcast. We've been working our way through the fruit of the Spirit in this series from Galatians chapter 5, and we've got just two left. We'll be thinking about self-control next week, but we're going to be doing gentleness today. So thank you for tuning in. I'm here with Ben and Pete. Hello. Hello. And my name is Tom. We're pastors here at the church. And if you would like to have a Look at our website, it's cornerstonechurchkingston.org and you can find out more about us, who we are, where we meet. You can have a look at some other resources that are available on our page or you can scroll back through our previous podcast series and uh, have a listen to those. But here's Paul in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. He says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. And as we've been learning in this series so far, these aspects of the fruit of the Spirit are not just things that the Lord dispenses to us, not just uh, gifts that he gives, but this is about becoming like a sort of person, isn't it? This is what the Lord God himself is like. He embodies all of these different things and he wants to grow himself who is like this in us so that we're ever more like him in these ways. And when we read through the scriptures, we see that the Lord and uh, Jesus Christ are are perfectly gentle, aren't they? I think, it, uh, yeah, absolutely. And I think that is that's a description of the Lord Jesus. But it, it shows us as well that we need to change. Um, and so a big thing is, is not uh, sort of just accepting ourselves. A, a, a big thing is that we need the Spirit to grow these things in us. So it, it, he, he says just before that, the acts of the sinful nature are obvious. And then there's a whole list of very ugly things. Mm. And that is what we find in ourselves in some, in some form. So Christianity is not just a sort of set of doctrines where we just accept God accept ourselves and sort of try and live a good life mm. it's actually uh, showing us that it's a supernatural thing that actually we as uh, people just born into this world are sinful and we desperately need change and the way we're changed is by obviously what christ has done for us on the cross mm. and then he rose again ascended into heaven and sent the holy spirit so this this is a this is a the grand work of God in our lives, isn't it? This is not some little, I just get on and accept myself. Mm. It's no, 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 no. You need the power of the Holy Spirit that's given by Christ, who's, who Christ is given by the Father to work in our lives to begin to change us. And uh, so it's really important to get that, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, and in our nature, I mean, we, we think very highly of ourselves, don't we? We think... It's always amazing when you read an obituary of someone, it's always they were the most gentle person, the most loving person, the most wonderful person. And we, you know, there's a place to honor people, isn't there, when they pass on. But we, we think that we have all these things already. Um, but as scripture teaches us, we aren't these things. And it's the spirits working us to progressively make us more like these things. Um, and you can be, you can feel gentle a lot of the time, but it's only when you're in a situation that stresses you or uh, angers you that you find out whether you really are sort of gentle or not. Mm. Um, when you're just holding a baby and it's a nice summer's day, you know, you are, they're a gentle giant. But, you know, what are they like when pushed or sworn at? Or I think we find that we're not very gentle, are we? Mm. 
we have short temper. And is that's it, why we need to, we keep need to look into Christ just to come back to that because Christ is the Christ is the one who who is perfectly gentle in every way, and He's the one we become like when we grow in gentleness. And yet, when you read through the Gospels, you see that His gentleness doesn't mean weakness. We'll come on to that in, in a minute, I think. But um, but broadly, He is a very gentle Savior, and uh, He says at the end of Matthew. These famous words, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle mm. and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Mm-hmm. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. And so he offers something so much sweeter than the brutality of religion. Yes, The religion of that day is a harsh, it loads you down with burdens, mm. but won't even lift a finger to help you. And it condemns you because you can never do enough. But the sweetness of the gospel is a gentle mm. balm, isn't it? Because mm. it's one who takes our sins away and is patient and kind with sinners and brings a, a light salvation to us through yeah. through Jesus. And that's what that's what we become. It's it just doesn't it just doesn't follow that we would be uh, harsh uh, religious. Um, you know, uh, overbearing people when this is the saviour that lives within us and that we love. We become like him, don't we? Mm. That's right. Uh, But we do have to go to him. Mm. So it's not you'll find this uh, in my teaching uh, and you'll find this in 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 yourself. There is that move to him, isn't it? Because we can either be too harsh on ourselves and we have over guilt, Mm. guilt about things that aren't aren't right, or we're too uh, soft on ourselves in the sense that we we sort of try to pretend we haven't got any guilt, but this is people going to him, isn't it? So there is that going. Hmm. Uh, I mean, the word gentleness—it's. It, um, I mean, I guess a lot of people might like it, but it, it, I don't think it. It doesn't feel very inspiring. Um, it's a nice word, you hmm. know. You have the gentle summer breeze, um, which you could say non-offensive, that. yeah. Uh, you know, uh, newborn babies. You know, be gentle. You say to your you know, older kid, don't you? You know, he'll be gentle. Mm. Um, but uh, I guess, I'm not sure. I mean, you have conferences. I mean, I remember we had a men's conference called The Fight. Mm. And we used to do men, men's meetings, didn't we, in, in Cornerstone called Fight Club. Mm. I think if you called it gentleness, yeah, I'm not sure how many would come. It, it, so it seems a sort of weak word isn't mm. it but it, it, it's anything but that isn't it mm. in its original definition yeah because it requires an incredible amount of fight in order to be gentle doesn't it you have to fight against yourself and you have to fight against your instinct to to not be gentle and yeah. so it, you have to be incredibly strong to be gentle mm. yeah so the fight is to be gentle yeah mm. And the original word, it, it's 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 meekness isn't it um, and again you, you've got that sort of it, that feels like weakness as well, isn't it? So yeah. a gentle Jesus, meek and mild sounds like a, a pretty sort of hmm. pathetic hmm. person that walks around sort of going, peace man, and, hmm. you know, wouldn't do any harm to anybody sort of thing. But they've got no backbone. Hmm. But meekness is the word that they would use about horses. Hmm. Um, so you've got all of that power and strength of the muscles of the horse that can, you know, rush into yeah. battle. Um, but when it's under control, when there's a man controlling it, you know, it's got its um, thing in its mouth, a bit, and, the, mm. and that tiny little bit with, with um, the, the um, reins can, can drive the power mm. of that 
um, those muscles mm. in, in, into um, conformity mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. what, what the, and that that's the word. It's it's meekness. It's it's um, power under control. Yeah, that's great. the definition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that and that fits with how the Lord is described in the Bible. So you do find you know parts of the bible where we're told that the lord you know the voice of the lord and the word of the lord is so powerful it can shake the earth Mm. and it can strip the cedars and uh this is the one who can flood the whole earth he can put out the sun he can uh, move massive tectonic plates collide them form mountains uh the volcanoes melt like wax before him you know and yet this is the one who we're told will not will not snap off a bruised reed and will not put out a flickering flame. So he uses all of that strength and he comes towards what is weak and failing and he uses his strength to revive it and to strengthen it rather than destroy it, which again is the very opposite of what religion does. It's a false power. It claims to have a power. It has none of the true power, but what it does have, it uses to be brutal um, and and not, not in gentleness. And I think... You, you see that's what the Lord is like. And then you, you see that, that Christians um, have always wanted to extend that to others as well. So in uh, 1 Thessalonians 2, when Paul is talking about how he ministered amongst the Thessalonians, he says, you know, brothers, that our visit to you was not a failure. And then he goes on to talk about the sort of success of that. And then he says in verse 6, as apostles of Christ... We could have been a burden to you, but we were gentle among you, like a mother caring for her little children. Mm. Um, so he picks up on that image, doesn't he, of a strong mother-like figure who uses her strength to care for a weak little child and says, that's how we were among you. We didn't come as super apostles demanding our rights and demanding our money and demanding you served us. We came in gentleness because we wanted to bring you this gospel of God, you know, not to not to make out that you needed to serve us in some slavish way. So um, that's what we're to be like with other Christians, isn't it, in the church? Yeah. Mm. And, and, and as you say, because, because God our Father is like that, mm. and all, all your description there. But it's interesting that you know, Paul picks up on that, because in Isaiah 40, you've got this powerful God creating all the starry hosts, making all of the universe, and there's one thing after the other of his power. And then it says he tends his flock like a shepherd. He mm. gathers the lambs mm. in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. And that's exactly what Paul is basing his mm. ministry on, isn't mm. he? I mean, Paul was clearly um, a, a massive intellect. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. Mm. And he could have you know, slammed everybody intellectually. Mm. Um, but he's gentle and caring and, as you say, like a mother, mm. which again is like the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, there's the old song. I mean, it is a great, it's a great song, actually, isn't it? Meekness and majesty. Mm. It really is a good song. Yeah. Mm. And uh, doesn't it talk about having, he flung stars? That's um, um, the servant king. As the servant king. Well, and the same that thing. flung stars into space. Yes. To cruel mm. nail surrendered. Fantastic. Yeah. That's, that's meekness, isn't it? That's yeah. meekness and majesty. Yeah. 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 They're, they're good songs, aren't they? Because, mm. because they're, they're based on, you know, scripture mm. and the whole idea that Christ, who, you know, was God, didn't consider himself, mm. you know, mm. uh, uh, to be equal in the sense of taking advantage of that position, but 
ministered, yeah. you know, became yeah, a yeah. servant mm. even to the death on the cross. Mm. And this is exactly the kind of God that we need, isn't it? Um, we wouldn't, we couldn't survive if, if, if God was just brutal in his judgments and final in his condemnation. We, we really are in desperate need of a God who does come to us with mighty hands to do something about our lives, not mm. sin, but gentle enough not to crush us. Um, and we see all of that in the Lord Jesus. As we've said, he, was, he came among us. He was poor. He was kind. And yet he said some of the strongest things, didn't he? Mm. Um, in order to, to, to teach us about himself and what he's come to do. Um, there's a great, I preached last Sunday on um, this little picture, this little courtroom scene where Jesus is teaching in the temple courts and the Pharisees drag this woman in. Yeah. Now, if, if God was like these Pharisees condemning us of our sin, uh, without coming to us and saving us, uh, we would have no hope. So, so this is a wonderful quality of God mm. that is es- essential for our salvation. Yeah. Well, that's a great illustration of gentleness. That story, because Jesus, as you say, it doesn't. It's not weakness in the face of sin. In mm. fact, he acknowledges sin for what it is and for what it deserves, and he even tells the woman that she should leave her life of sin. So he's not soft in those areas, mm. but. The gentleness is that he he comes with grace for her, doesn't yep. he? And and isn't like them, yep. you know. Um, won't humiliate and expose and condemn, mm. you know. But will but will save sinners. Well, truly a friend of sinners, mm. and and a friend uh, not in the in the sort of new way of thinking of a friend that mm. just sidles up and says they're there it'll all be all right and mm. okay you're not that bad which would be a counterfeit wouldn't it that's a ca- that's a yeah. counterfeit yeah, yeah, friend yeah. Gentleness, he, yeah. he he calls people to repent i mean that's yeah. his first words isn't it in his ministry yeah repent and believe mm. so it, again change you can't stay as you are mm. because because if you stay as you are you will die in your sin and so he, and he even says those words, don't doesn't he, to people? Yeah. You'll die in your sins. He's warning them. Yeah. But the friend of sinners is he's come to do something about our sin, yeah. to rescue us, even though we are his enemies. Mm. He's our friend. Yeah. And so it's 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 glorious, isn't it? I mean, what mm. other god is like this? Mm. Um, gods have rules and in other religions, don't they, that you you must obey. Mm. But here's the friend of sinners mm. is calling you to turn to him mm. and he will sort out your sin. He'll he'll take the punishment that that sin deserves, mm. which yeah. is the glorious thing of what happened on the cross. Mm. And I think I think gentleness in, in you know the, the true gentleness is is seen then in how we in how we treat fellow sinners mm. in the church, isn't it? Because we're conscious of the the lengths that God has gone to, to to forgive our sin, that produces a kind of tenderness towards other sinners. Um, and you can see that in Galatians 6, like the very next chapter, that's how Paul uses it. He says, brothers, if someone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently. Um, which is not to say that you, you know, you expose it and you condemn him, but you work towards restoring this brother out of out of his sin and leading him back to the green pastures of, of the Lord. And that's how it should be. I mean, I, I remember we, we had a meeting some some years ago now with a with a with a member who's not part of the church anymore. And, um, you know, it was quite frightening, really, because in her manner and in the way in which she spoke, you could describe her as a gentle person. It was quite soft considered speech and yet when you listen to how she was talking about a sister 
mm. and 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 uh, a perceived wrong. I don't think it was a real wrong, but a perceived wrong. There was this absolute sort of, I will not, I will not forgive her for what she's done. You know, she needs to be disciplined by you for what she's done, and just this kind of really quite unsettling mm. uh, way of relating to another Christian. Mm. Which makes you wonder: Is this fruit? Is any of this fruit even present in in mm. her? So, you know, it's interesting how we can see gentleness in how we relate to fellow sinners. Are we going to move towards them in love and forgiveness, or just mm. brutally? Well, know? I mean, th- th- that that verse you've just quoted from Galatians six, it, it goes on, which is it, it's just so real, isn't it? Mm. So, you know, we to try to restore them gently, and then he says, "But watch yourselves. You know, don't you know you're not." any better than anyone mm. but watch yourselves or you also may be tempted so you know don't don't start yes. understand that they've fallen into this sin and you could fall yeah. into that sin mm. and with that attitude there's a mm. there's a strength and a, a, and a gentleness isn't there and then he says carry each other's burdens you know get them on your back carry them there's strength there in doing all you can to bring them back to Christ um, that that's the mm. strength and gentleness mm. isn't it mm. that you're not claiming to be someone super duper better than everybody else but you are using your efforts to beware of your own temptations and carry the brother yeah. or sister back to the Lord mm. like a good shepherd yeah mm. yeah and restoration is the name of the game isn't it it's if someone's caught in sin you who live by the spirit should restore that person gently um, that re- restoration um, and reconciliation is, is sort of the ministry of the Christian, isn't it? Mm. Reconciliation with God, reconciliation with one another. And in order to do that, we have to have the fruit of the Spirit. <laughs> because without being gentle, you will never restore someone to yourself or to the Lord. Um, and that's why gentleness isn't weakness. Yeah. Because weakness with a sinful brother or sister may just say, oh, we'll let it go. Well, I mean, there's yeah. loads of things you have to let go mm. in, in life, isn't yeah. there? So yeah. Paul says that, mm. you know. Mm. Um, what what is it? Um, love, love covers a multitude. Love covers a mm. multitude of sins. Has absolutely mm. got to do that. But this is a brother or sister going into crash mode. They're going to ruin their spiritual life. Yeah. And weaknesses would be just to say it's okay. They grow up or something. Yeah, and, I uh, think that's right. I mean, someone who's caught in a sin. Yeah. You know, it, you know, implies a sort of pattern. They've become enslaved to something. This is not just like right. someone might say something a bit stupid to you in a conversation, but you basically know it's not the pattern of their lives and you can kind of cover it over. This is like walking past an animal with its foot in a bear trap. You know, it's yeah. caught right. and you just walk past in yeah, the name yeah. of gentleness, you yeah. know. Um, but actually, love would say, I'm going to do what I can to try and pry that thing open and, and restore this restore this thing. Um, okay, so so counterfeits. Well, we've, talk, look, we've talked about the kind of... Um, the counterfeit of gentleness would be a sort of... Well, I think it's a Uriah Heap type person, yeah. if people know that. You know, uh, Dickens' character, who's who's a, a sort of sleazy character, who um, in one of Dickens' books, I, I can't remember which one it's in, um, but he... Um, uh, David Copperfield. Uh, he... Um, He's like your humble servant. Uh, and he's always sort of, um, you know, rubbing his hands, your humble servant, your humble... And he, he doesn't... He's not humble at all. Mm. He's just trying to manipulate you and flatter you to, mm. to get something from you or not to be treated harshly. I'm your humble servant. 
That's that's horrible, isn't it? Right. And I think you tend to. It's funny how. I mean, I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm wrong on this, but uh, you you get that sort of counsellor voice, don't you? When people want to pretend to be gentle, yeah. and instead of talking normally to you, there there's that measured and quiet and. That drives me bonkers, I have to say. I, I could never go to a council that talked like that. It was not going to help me. But, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it depends. If they're putting that voice on, well, but you that's know, strange. But yeah. if that's how they talk... Then, yeah, I know. Well, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm sure that's right. But, <laughs> but you know, they're sort of put on concern. Yes. And, um, yeah, not real. Yeah. Then then that's a Uriah Heap thing. That's mm. definitely a, a, a counterfeit, I think. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, opposites. Then, I mean, it may be obvious, but well, sorry, I, I, some some other counterfeits. Okay. I, I, I think, the, you know, the sort of artificial fruits is is always putting yourself down all the time. That's a, that's another one, isn't it? Right. Uh, um, you know, this sort of inferiority or mm. self-deprecation all the time. That's a that's a sort of Uriah heap. That's a sort of wanting to get out of people oh you're not that bad and yeah, we really love pride, you it, really? and it's a sort of a sort of version of pride mm. and i guess another counterfeit is just the spinelessness mm. uh weakness in not in not confronting sin so this is this is um you know strength under control yeah and 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 uh, and pretending not to be angry at anything mm. Um, again, strength under control. That you, you could be extraordinarily angry, yeah. mm. but you will not, you know, thump out. No. Um, so I think the sort of um, Buddhist idea where you get rid of your emotions mm. and you talk just in that metered way, where that you're emotionless and self-deprecating and all the time. That's all false, I think. Yeah. It just goes to show how. Um, imagine if Jesus wasn't restrained. Or gentle when he's clearing the temple courts. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's yeah, because that's still that is still meek. That is, that is meekness. Yeah, that was a meek action by Jesus. He, mm. he never sinned, so he was never out of control. He was mm. always gentle. Um, and I think that uh, people like Bertrand Russell, you see, would point to that and say Jesus isn't our example. Okay, uh, he's an atheist, but he would say, right. oh, he's dead now. Yeah. But uh, he would say um, that shows you that Jesus isn't an example because he's cleared the temple got yeah. angry and he cursed the fig tree yes mm. yeah well okay he, speaking yeah. to that brother yeah mm. <laughs> well that yeah well exactly what we just said the counterfeit is not sorry the, a counterfeit is not um uh letting anything go yeah and jesus is um not only the son of god he's the judge and he's come to judge he's come to bring judgment and judgment isn't isn't um a, ju a judge condemning someone in a courtroom isn't them out of control. Well, he makes. I mean, it's interesting it's the, the details that are told about that story. Yeah. He he makes a whip. Yes. He doesn't just whip out. Yes. He he makes a whip. There's considered yeah. uh, anger, yeah. and he's doing this to show something. Yeah. So this isn't just him angry selfishly he's no. showing there's something so wrong here mm. with this religion yeah and but both that and the cursing of the fig tree yeah there is no fruit on the fig and the and the fig tree stands for you know israel yes uh, these religious people have no fruit and i want to show you what god has to do with a fruit a tree that has no fruit yep. it has mm. to be yep. cursed 
Um, and it's not God flipping out of anger either. No, it's it's um it's the correct judgment. It's the cor- it's what must happen. Yeah, and so it's not it's not out of control or just it's it is a judge in a courtroom who knows what crime fits what punishment, mm-hmm. and so God is dishing out the correct, legitimate, proportionate judgment according yeah. to the crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in that case, it was clearing out the temple courts. Yeah, um, that was fitting. Mm. So someone was talking to someone last night about. Um, uh, there was a, there was a thing at Glastonbury where a bloke sort of dressed up as Christ and bled and stuff, and and uh, this bloke said it's it's amazing how God's patience can hold back and not right. you know just smite him smite him yeah. um, as people think God is, mm. and and I think um, that uh, one of the reasons God is patient and holds back and is meek is is because of the cross of Christ. So I think there's something in the cross of Christ that holds back the wrath of God, even on the unbeliever, even on the unbelieving world, even if they never become a follower of Jesus. There's something cosmic in the power of of the cross of Christ Mm. that um, causes God's wrath Mm. to hold back. In other words, the meekness and the majesty is seen in the cross, Mm. I think. Yeah, anyway, there we go. Yeah, well, you see that in the Old Testament as well. Like um, when kings turn away, uh, I know Jehu, when he's one of the kings of Israel, uh, Judah, he turns away from the Lord in the end. But the Lord says to him, I will not bring my punishment upon you, but on your son's sort of reign. And so you see that all throughout scripture. He's, the Lord is long-suffering. He's, he doesn't make spur-of-the-moment decisions, mm. but he holds back. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And the opposites of it are fairly obvious, aren't they? So if you look just at what Paul has said about the acts of the sinful nature, Hmm. I mean, there's idolatry, there's witchcraft, there's hatred, uh, fits of rage. You know, there's (laughs) nothing controlled about a fit of rage. It's it's strength out of control, isn't it? Um, Dissensions, factions, in other words, not willing really to bear with one another and love one another, Mm. but willing to just draw division line after division line after division line and have ever shrinking circles, you know, creating creating loads of, um, you know, problems in communities and stuff. So that's an obvious one. Someone who's got an out, I mean, I was preaching on the Proverbs, last Sunday, you know, a hot-tempered man must pay the penalty, rescue mm. him, and you will have to do it again. Mm. And there's so much in Proverbs about that. Someone with a hot-tempered, a hot temper is not only going to suffer themselves, but you have to rescue them over and over and over again until the point where you say, look, I'm just going to leave them to it in the hope that they'll come to repentance. So that's mm. the opposite of gentleness, isn't it? A hot temper that is blowing off all the time yeah. um, and just doing lots of damage because mm. there's no control there. I think another opposite is a sort of narcissistic sort of way of thinking. It's all about you because the, the, this meekness, this gentleness is toward other people, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's, not, it's not me. It's looking out from myself to in order to, to exhibit this, this fruit, isn't mm. it? So mm. it's not true that I can go off and you know well of course i can go off and sit under a tree uh in a beautiful weather and read a book and feel at peace and feel very gentle mm. but that's not the fruit of the spirit it's always related to how we relate to other people not ourselves mm. and so i think a narcissistic thing mm. where 
I, I want peace, I want gentleness, I want uh, to get on my own, mm. I want to hide away, uh, and therefore I'm a gentle person. It is, it's, it's, that's, that's opposite. Yeah, yeah, and to creation as well. I mean, I, I think there is something in how, how the righteous person treats animals and the world yeah. around them. Yeah. There ought to be a gentleness towards weaker things. You know, there is, there is just something ugly, isn't there, about pouring boiled water down an ant's nest or you know taking a flip-flop to something weaker and for no good reason just crash smack crashing it down on the Mm, thing really horrible obliterating it i I think i mean i've had to unfortunately in the last you know we've got sort of seems to have loads of rats i keep catching them and i caught one uh saturday night and then one this morning and um I, I have to kill them, and mm. it's right. And uh, well, it's it's only right because God says I can do that mm. uh, in the scriptures. You know, so it wouldn't be right if He didn't say that. Um, but uh, they have to, they they do have to die. You can't just take them and chuck you them over your nature's head, do you? But I I actually finding I'm having um, I'm not hardening to it. I feel quite upset. It's a rat, mm. and I have to kill it. And I do it as quickly as I can. Um, but I always look at it. I know this sounds sort of weird and say, you are an amazing bit of creation. God has made you. It is extraordinary. Mm. But I have to kill you. I'm really sorry. Um, and I think that's right, isn't it? I don't mm. I don't want to get hardened. To, I mean, I've killed about seven now. Mm. Uh, uh, and, I, and I'm finding I'm not... I'm finding it harder to do. Mm. It must be done, but it, mm. and I think that I hope, you know, I want to be that sensitive. Yeah, and it, and I think it there's a there's a purpose behind that, which is to sort of prevent an infestation and and disease, you yeah. know, that could come with that. I, I guess it's that it's the pointless just for fun. Yeah, destroying of something and, and exercising your strength in a cruel in a cruel way um, for the sake of pleasure which mm. I don't think any Christian should be able to enjoy. No, um, not really. Not, not if we're following this one. No. You know. um, yep. Okay, well, I think other things that we need to do to help ourselves. Um, so there's a whole load of things, isn't there, with, um, with cultivating this fruit. So you've already said help a struggling brother uh, in gentleness. That's important. Um, but a teachable spirit, is is right as well isn't it so uh, james 1 21 therefore get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you which saves saves you hmm. um sorry which can save you um you know there's there's got to be a gentleness and yet a rigor hmm. to hearing the bible and hearing sermons isn't hmm. there we we want people to be like those bereans in acts that listen intently mm. to the preachers, but test it to make sure that it's correct with Scripture. Mm. So there's a there's a there's a humility there. There there is a meekness there. It's it's strength mm. and um and and humbleness. Mm. And then uh, and that's a really big thing, isn't it? Because if if we're not meek, we won't listen to the Word of God because no. we know it all. I mean that's an opposite, I think, isn't it? And in that is the is one of the means by which we become gentle, is by listening to the word, because this isn't something. I mean, this is this is something you can go out and practice. And today I'm going to be really gentle, but you'll probably fail, 
because it's not sort of by our efforts and our works that we become gentle. It's by the ministry of the Spirit within us as we listen to his word. Yeah. Um, and we see Christ and we see what that was like and, and he changes us. Mm. It's yeah. what you said at the very beginning. We are in need of changing. The Spirit changes us and he does that as we listen to the word. Um, mm. And as, as the word washes us. So And... and uh, absolutely, uh, 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 but we can only put that in practice when we're meeting with other people. Yes. So, so Ephesians four, um, verse one, as a prisoner of the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of your calling, the calling that you have received. And then this is it. He says, be completely humble and gentle. Mm. There's the word again. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Mm. You can't be this on your own uh, in some religious. I, I, look at me, I, I'm, I'm like yeah. Christ. Yeah. Christ was never on his yeah. own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, he had to go away to pray, didn't yeah. he? He was always around people. Yeah. And so it's the only way these fruits grow are not me sitting on my own. Yeah. It's integrating with people that irritate me yeah. that I could be angry against and trying to love them. Mm -hmm. So that's an important thing, isn't it? So that's the way you cultivate it is, is church, isn't it? Yeah. Brilliant. I'm sure there's, m much there's more. many more, yeah. Yeah, but uh, we'll, we'll, co we'll call it there. Thank you for, for listening. Uh, I hope you, hope you enjoyed that and found it helpful for you. As I said, we're going to be looking just at one more of these, and that will be self-control, which, uh, Lord willing, we'll, we'll, we'll get out soon. Um, cornerstonechurchkingston.org is, is the place to go for all those other resources and things I mentioned at the beginning, and I uh, hope to see you next time.